now. Now, just about every Christmas, our family gathers together to sort of lose ourselves in the hilarious world of the best Christmas pageant ever, which is a 1971 novella by Barbara Robinson. If you've never read it, I encourage you to read it. It's very short, takes you about an hour or so of your time, maybe a little bit longer. This is a heartwarming tale that transforms the six notorious Herdman siblings into unlikely heroes of the local church's annual Christmas pageant. Despite their hard exterior and difficult home lives, the Herdman's chaotic presence at Sunday school is fueled by whispers of a legendary snack bonanza. Now, if you're a child in this church, you know the same thing happens here every Sunday morning, which is why we have so many races among our 10, 11 year olds who can get to that snack table first. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> For the Herdmans, the snacks, of course, never materialized, but their desire to participate in every part of the Christmas pageant did. From there, chaos and merriment ensues, but as the Herdman children come to understand the fresh wonder of Christmas for the first time, humility and joy also arise. The pageant, designed for the church to quietly contemplate, contemplate Christmas with no speaking parts except for the angel of the Lord, quickly veered into comedy and shock. The moment Gladys Herdman, chaos angel extraordinaire stormed center stage, Gladys bellowed at the audience, hey, unto you a child is born. After the pageant, one church member said to another, it was so nice to actually be able to hear the angel of the Lord this year. The message of the angel of the Lord from Luke 2 should be shouted from the rooftops because it is the good news of the gospel. Quickly tonight, I wanted to look at two things the angel announced. First, you're going to see that he announced peace. And then secondly, we're going to look at the good news that he brought. I'm going to work backwards in the text, starting with the heavenly host's pronouncement in verse 14. There it says, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whose favor, sorry, let me read that again. There it says, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. His favor being God's favor rests. Then in verse 10, the angel said, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Now, do you see here, the good news of Christ's coming is for all the people, right? You see that here. But only those in whom God's favor rests Receive his peace. When you think of peace, what comes to your mind? Now, when I think of peace, I'm usually thinking of personal peace, which for me means an uncomplicated, trouble-free life. Now, sure, that is a kind of peace, but it's not biblical peace, and it's not the peace that the angels announced. While we often think of peace as a picture of a tranquil, sort of landscape with quiet borders, the Bible reveals a deeper, more meaningful, essential peace. One that shows the harmony between our rebellious souls and our divine king. For our hearts, which forever seek autonomy, will only find true rest when bowed before God's rightful dominion. For peace means the end of enmity between us and God. The Bible says that the main need of our hearts and lives is that peace or reconciliation with God. 
This is what the angel's pronouncement offers to us today. Christmas is God and sinners reconciled because Jesus is the perfect mediator to bridge the gap between two estranged parties. But how can we have that kind of peace with God? Now the angels tell us, of course, in verse 11, today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is Messiah, the Lord. Do you see the good news here? Their announcement is the fulfillment of Advent. Prior to this announcement, Israel had gone 400 long years without a prophet, 500 long years without a rightful king. Then the angels came in the silence of the night was broken as their voices rang out with prophecy and truth, that God's silence had ended and a new era had come. God had sent his son in the likeness of man, born to a virgin to redeem those under the law. The long-promised Messiah, the long-promised Savior had finally arrived in the, in the most unexpected way. You know, our Savior didn't arrive on chariots of fire or in the whirlwind of fear, but in a lowly stable to a virgin woman in the backwaters of Rome. As the carol says, mild he lays his glory by, born that no man may die, born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. That is the good news that Christ brings. Christmas means that through the grace of God and the incarnation, peace with God is made available to you and me. My prayer for you is to come and receive that gift of grace tonight through trusting the Savior, who alone brings true peace by reconciling us to God Almighty. I encourage you to come and receive your Savior, bend your knee, bend your heart, and receive him as your King. Amen.